Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, DC, Sweet Dreams MMA, coming to you live from the best day of the week. You know what it is, people. Motivation Monday. Now, we're going to jump straight into this, and we're going to start talking about UFC 241, one of the biggest rematches of this year. We're going to determine who is the baddest man on the planet. Whether it's going to be, once again, Daniel Cormier or Stipe Miocic. Now, People, this first fight was great. It was amazing. It really tested Stipe. And Daniel hit him with that big elbow in the clutch, ground and pound, and ended one of the greatest heavyweights in UFC history, you know, saying supposedly his reign of terror. Now, me, I love Stipe. Like, Stipe, you know, in the UFC and outside it is just amazing guy. He's fun. He's charismatic. You know what I'm saying? I liked him as a champion. But Daniel Cormier is a force. I mean, people, to me, other than probably Henry Cejudo, he's definitely the most accomplished UFC fighter that I can think of. You know, he's he's an Olympic medalist. He's won uh, belts in two different weight classes. And he was Strikeforce's last heavyweight champion. So, to me, he unified the belts. So, I mean, hey, if Daniel Cormier sits there and has his title defense, beat Stipe again, like I said, as far as his career, he is moving further and further away from those John Jones blemishes and just establishing his career as being a GOAT, being one of the GOATs. Now, me personally, I feel like he gets this title defense in, maybe another one, you know what I'm saying, try to have more title defenses than Stipe, he will definitely go down as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time and be like a heavyweight GOAT. And I like I like Daniel at heavyweight. I mean, like, you know, Daniel kind of blew me at light heavyweight because it's just like, you know, I guess he was trying to just pull too much. I mean, they gave him these accolades of being this great light heavyweight when, you know, he didn't beat John either time, so that, that kind of just irked me a little bit, like, I feel like people were boosting him too much, when at the time, I felt like he was a paper champ, but as far as heavyweight, nothing to say about that, Daniel's amazing, and, you know, hopefully he racks up a couple more wins before he retires, because to me, I thought that this was going to be his retirement fight, I thought after Daniel wins this, to me, he's going to win, he would then retire after that, and I mean, because really, he has nothing more to prove. I mean, he's done a lot for the company, whole lot. And as far as accomplishments, he has so many of them. So for me, Daniel Cormier, after this fight, nothing else proven in the world, and can go ahead and retire. I don't. Uh, hopefully, he does it because I definitely want to see a, a John Jones and him three at heavyweight. But we're going to go see. But man, people, this is going to be a real hype trade. I mean, you got to really think about it is the last couple of like real UFCs were like, they, they were amazing. They're, they, they were great, but you don't get to see who is the baddest man on the planet. This is for all the marbles. This is the, this is the big deal. This is the one and only. And then the car itself ain't bad. You got Anthony Pettis. You got facing Nate Diaz, a fight that I've actually wanted to see for a long time. These are two volume, you know, these two. Like really good fighters, and the trash talk is probably going to be amazing. 
then you have Yoel, my man Yoel, coming back. You know what I'm saying? Fighting Apollo uh, Costa. And it's like crazy because Yoel, like, is somebody who's like title, contention level. He just really had to find that niche when he gets into another, you know what I'm saying, hopefully fight with whoever's the champion at that time. Adesanya, whether it's Whitaker, whoever. Because I really feel like he can go in there and win that title if given the chance. Just like, you know, I don't know. It's like Yoel has like had such a good career. But, you know, some of the mishaps, some of the ups and downs, like missing weight when he knocked out. Excuse me. When he knocked out um, Luke Rockhold for the title. It's like things of that nature. It's like, dang, Yoel, like you're right there. Or like, me personally, I feel like one of the times he beat Whitaker wholeheartedly. But, you know. To never let let it go to the judges. So we're gonna see, and and and, and then man, just just the grittiness of the fact that like you know grittiness of uh, of Diaz and Pettis should make out for like like a really really good co-main event. So 241 is like development to be like a really good card, especially because like I said, it seemed at first that heavyweight was dying out a little bit, and you know what I'm saying and it was it got damaged by the fact that like you had. People like Francis Ngannou kind of stopping people from rising up. And then Derek Lewis was just like just there. Like he was number five and he got a title shot. So that division is definitely getting itself together. Then next after that, you know what I'm saying? We have this lightweight division finally tied itself up with the uh, with the Dustin Poirier and the Khabib fight. And honestly, Khabib's a G. Khabib's a gangster. I mean, he took that suspension like it was nothing. You know what I'm saying? Didn't care about none of the superficial things. And now he's about to go back in there and compete. And I mean, me personally, I think he's going to dust, dust it off. I mean, like, really, let's get serious. The man's 27 over a reason. Like, you know, it's just not a scrub. And I know people are saying, well, certain people might have the skills to beat him. And he just hasn't faced these type of people. I mean, don't get twisted. Dustin's a big lightweight. You know, he is. Because he was even big. At the smaller, it was like humongous for featherweight. I don't even see how he was making weight. So, understandably, I can see why people think that, like, Dustin should have the skills. But seeing what he did against Max, and to me, like, I don't feel like he won that fight. So, I got to see what he's going to do against Khabib, someone with such high-level grappling and high-level wrestling, what he's really going to do against him. Because I don't feel like his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu it's that good. I don't feel like it's good enough to just tap him out. So, like, you know, tap could be. So, let, let, I don't know. I don't know, Dustin. I don't know what you're going to do in that fight. I don't know how you're going to put hands on this man. But you're going to have to find a way to put paws on him. Because if not, you're just going to get drugged to the ground over and over and probably chalked out, choked out, just like Connor. So, you got a lot on your hands there, Dustin. A lot on your hands. But as of right now, we're just getting ready for this hype train. 241. It's going down. In a, in a couple of weeks, I think we only got, uh, how many days we got? It is the 5th? I think we got 12 days. August the 17th, people. You got the big, big, big fight. Heavyweight. Champion of the world. Going down. So you need to be there. You need to watch this. Showed you 239, how amazing that was. So you know. If it's going to be for the heavyweight championship of the world, you got to see it. You got to be there. And this might be the last fight that Daniel Cormier's had. So this could be epic. This could be colossal. 
I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I put that hype train for 239. 239 was good. I mean, like, it could have been better. Could have been better. I don't think it was 229. Could have been a little bit better. You know, but you got to think about all the things that happened at 230. Like, John almost got beat. Like, Amanda Nunez knocked out Holly Holmes. So you're not telling me that card was amazing. It was incredible. But this one might have the potential to outdo it. Crazy as it is. Might have the potential to outdo it. So people, August the 17th, we're going to determine who's the baddest man on the planet. Daniel Cormier or Steve A. Mules. Numero dos. Check it out. And then after that, get ready for Khabib. The Eagle Norgan Vanetov. The comeback. And for Dustin Poirier. To finally tie up that lightweight division. So people, I need y'all to go out there and man, can I get these blessings? Can I get these blessings to go out? Come on, people, let's double, triple, quadruple them up. So we can, you know what I'm saying, have more positivity in this world. Because me personally, you already know me, POP Pop, the pillar of positivity, is going out here and doing its job. I'm making sure that I motivate people as much as possible. Like, recently, hey, I got my glasses. You know, I can see now. And I'm motivating, you know, a couple of my family members to do the same. Because they motivated me for years to stop harassing about the situation. And now it is done. And I feel great about it. So, people, go out there. Be that blessing for somebody. Motivate them. Push them to be a better them. I'm telling you. It'll, it'll make you a better person. It's crazy. You pushing people to be a better version of themselves will make a better version of yourself. I promise you. Go ahead. Put the action out in the world. Not only that, I need that L-O-V-E. Straight from your heart and your mind and your soul. Come on, people. It's people who show you love all the time, honestly. You know, you might not know it. You might not see it all the time. But I promise you, it's people every day working to make sure that they, 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 they push that love out to you so you can feel it. And you can accomplish many, many things. So people, remember, love first. Go out there. Show that love to, you know saying, your family, your friends, co-workers, associates, even strangers. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes nothing to show that kindness and that, and that love to people. It really doesn't. And trust me, it will pay so many dividends. That it's incredible how your life can start to change when you do these small little things. Also, don't forget... Energy protection, balance, you know what I'm saying? Also, another thing I had to bring in there is patience. Now, I know patience isn't something that every, is a virtue that everyone has, but having a little bit of it definitely does help. Because things aren't going to happen overnight. No, most things don't. Most things take time to cultivate. So, if you think that, like, your situation isn't changing as fast as you need it, maybe you need to dial back a little bit, take a little bit of time to really think about why this is happening and do you need more time to you know saying to grow and get your potential to where it needs to be so once again people take a little time have a little patience and as always have sweet dreams